Hello, I'm John Smizer, a pastor here in the Southern California area, and it's a joy to come to you today, living life. We're going to be looking at Hebrews chapter 12, our second portion there in that section today. And uh, today, Wednesday, the 27th of March, and it's a good day to recognize what God's going to be doing in our lives, recognizing that we're on a journey and we're moving along and as he spoke in the earlier part of 12, we're going to be running a race. I know that in my years these days, I'm not that capable of running that race. You know, I get, I get a little weak and I, I, I'm, I'm not as agile as I know I once was, or I think I once was, of course. And there's that time when I'm not ready to go on that rocky road, the, that place where it's uneven. You know, I, 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 may, uh, I may fall or stumble. Now, that's for those who are older, but it's also for those who maybe don't have quite the agility, the health, uh, their health isn't as good, and even they could be a younger person. And so our passage today addresses some of those things because it ended with the idea of being disciplined. And our discipline should prepare our way, should uh, guide us along. So the writer of Hebrews comes to us and tells us, here's some things uh, that the discipline, the training should accomplish in your life. And so I pray as God guides us into our reading today, you will find that part that you'll hold on to and you'll know this is exactly what God's speaking to me about in my life where I need to do where I need to go. Hebrews chapter 12, verses 12 through 17. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. Make level paths for your feet, so that the lame may not be disabled, but rather healed. Make every effort to live in peace with everyone and to be holy. Without holiness, no one will see the Lord. See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God and that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. See that no one is sexually immoral or as godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance rights as the oldest son. Afterward, as you know, when he wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. Even though he sought the blessing with tears, he could not change what he had done. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 12. What's one of my favorite words? Well, we see it again here in this passage where it opens up. Therefore, strengthen your feeble arms and weak knees. See, I was telling you about us old age people. We have those challengers of feebleness and, and weakness. I, I, I think I can pick up things or carry things or push things, and, and I'm getting older. And I have to realize I'm not always that capable, but there is that part of me that I need to be able to strengthen. Um, 
exercise is one of the things I should be doing. You know, just for seniors, they have things that'll strengthen us and build us up. As it is for our spiritual journey, there's a exercise and it all comes out of the area of discipline to accomplish it, to be trained in these things. And the whole goal, therefore strengthen your feeble arms and your weak knees. And in verse 13 it says, make level paths for your feet so that the lame may not be disabled and rather that they may be healed. And so in this idea of the pathway that people are going on, is there some area of life in those friends or people at your church or the community where you can strengthen it so that it becomes a, a, a leveler pathway, a way that is more accessible for those who are not quite able to maneuver over some rocky ground? Let me just say in a church sometimes there are rocky times when there's discord, when there's uh, uh, arguments. And for a, a younger believer, that would be one of those areas where they would find that they could stumble and that they would not be able to move forward in their Christian walk. And so may I challenge you as a mature believer, may I encourage you to work out those places in your fellowships, churches, or where you serve, that it be a level ground and be at peace where people can make their way along. Now, not only are you preparing the way for those who may not be as mature as you, but you're also preparing the way for you. When there's challenges or arguments or discord, is it really that attractive to go and be part of that? Not at all. So if you and others are willing to live at peace with one another and work through those challenges, not only does it open the door for others to take this journey, but it makes it better for you. Let's look on here in this passage. It goes on to say, make every effort, live in peace with everyone. And to be holy, without holiness, no one will see the Lord. Now this whole concept of holiness is critical in this passage because verse 15 says, See to it that no one falls short of the grace of God, that no bitter root grows up to cause trouble and defile many. That bitterness or anger that someone may harbor. Go and make peace. Resolve those issues. Now then, his example uh, to us here in verse 16 says, See that no one is sexually immoral or is godless like Esau, who for a single meal sold his inheritance rights to his, old, his uh, oldest son. Um, there's a struggle here that Esau was so caught up with just the immediate issues, not seeing the longer view, not knowing that what God had intended for the children of Israel, he could have been part of, but he wanted the immediate satisfaction or gratification, and he wanted his way. And so he was willing to give up whatever it was that he could to gain that little bit of porridge. Is there somewhere in your community that someone is struggling and they're willing to sacrifice the 
peace in the fellowship, or peace in their own family or life for that little bit of satisfaction. Well, he challenges us is see to it that no one falls short of the grace of God. We have today that whole idea of judge not lest ye be judged, and we're not to speak at people. Well, there are those issues that a mature believer, those elders within a community of faith, are to address issues. They are to be, per se, fruit inspectors, and seeing that if someone is struggling or stumbling, they could become a, 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 a place of rocky ground in fellowship, and there the church would begin to fail, that the fellowship would not be as good as it could be. And so there's a responsibility to not allow that self-gratification as Esau held it in, in, a, in a similar way. So today I encourage you to ask God, is it I? Is there something in my life that needs to be corrected? Or Lord, guide me with humility to speak into the life of someone who needs a, a guidance today. In our passage today, it closes our reading with a somewhat critical warning that's important for each of us to take to heart. When it speaks of Esau and his selling of his birthright as the oldest son, in verse 17 it says, Afterward, as you know, when he wanted to inherit this blessing, he was rejected. Even though he sought the blessing with tears, he could not change what he had done. There's a critical part in our struggles. For those areas of our life that we need to strengthen, realize that if we don't pay attention to those and strengthen them, we can stumble as Esau did in ways that cut us off from the joy that is ours in the Lord, that will separate us from the, the, the great gain God has for us. Let us today truly commit and say, Lord, here I am. Strengthen me, guide me, discipline me. Let's pray. Father, we hear the stories of those who have gone before us, who are the witnesses for us, but also the examples the truths of life that when they stumble, we can gain understanding. And when Esau rejected that greater value for a bit of soup, Lord, may we not sell out part of our life for just a small portion of a reward now. May we see the reward you have for us in the future. Bless us, Father, in your precious name. Guide us and give us strength today. Amen. For a single soul, reaching a world and stepping in closer, see Jesus.